Right, yours can cover the next game. Let's do um accent challenge, right? So we'll do two accents each and then like try guess like what accent I'm doing. Okay. Okay. So I'll go first. Um Right. Um I'm gonna try imitate a person. This person that I'm imitating was on Love Island last year. She's thirty. And She's 30. Oh, um, um, it's Irish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 30 gave it away. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I know how to say because they say, like, tree instead of free and stuff. Okay, um, the next one. Um, uh, I, um, I'm just going to give you a scenario because I don't really know how this person speaks. So let's say that I'm driving on a road and instead of saying traffic lights, <laughs> I'm South African. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm actually. But you're gonna say robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, you go. Two accents. Mm-hmm. I was spending the day with my brother, my, my wee brother, and we were eating haggis. Scottish. And some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wee gave, gave it away. Um, let me think of another one, okay. Are you alright? Are you coming to the park with me today? We're going to go past the jiffy. Is it Scouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm actually proud that I actually got that. Oh, uh, that's it from Liverpool, but that was going to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll do the introduction. Hey guys, this is Norma and you're listening to the With Purpose podcast. Hey guys, this is Amanda. And today's discussion is colorism and how society treats black women. Um, so this is sort of going to be like a freestyle episode because we didn't do as much um, research on it. And don't <laughs> just think that this topic, I mean, this podcast is all about black people because we've got like some other interesting topics such as like dating and stuff, but in due time we'll do those episodes so um amanda would you like to start us off okay so when i was researching this topic i was looking at how society treats black women and i came across this thing that said that there's three different ways that society views black women there's a strong black woman there's the angry black woman and then there's the disgusting black woman Mm. okay so when you said that I've heard about strong and angry, but and then disgusting. I'm sort of like, what? So like, can you like explain more about um these so three types? The disgusting black woman is more of like a whore or a prostitute. Uh. Uh-uh. Black woman. Okay. Mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start off with the strong black woman. Yeah. A, which is all of us. Period. Period. <laughs> So, the strong black woman is usually, it's like the main image of a black woman within the media, throughout society. It sounds like a good thing, but when I was recent, when I looked more into it, it's actually not a good thing. So yeah, examples, I was about to say, what do you mean strong? Black women are not displayed as, like, strong, so... But, continue. <laughs> the In the media, the main black women... Do you watch How to Get Away with Murder? Yes. So, like, Anais... Hey, shout out to Annalise yeah. Keating. If you need a lawyer, call her. 
<laughs> so that's like the main one. That's the main strong black woman. Mm. And basically, what what, this, what they said is like if women, black women, are like expected to be strong because that's what their image is. It's expected that they suffer in silence. They let their emotions take a backseat, mm. and they they're just driven to just be strong and emotionless and fear. That is so true. That is very very true. Mm. Because, like, even when you look at, like, the display of families and stuff, people always, like... Wait, sorry, I'm eating. People always have this perception that if you're in a black family, it's most likely you don't have a dad or a father figure, so it's the mother that is, like, looking after everyone. She's the one that has to suffer with, like, getting school uniforms, cooking a meal, going to work, and also coming back, and, like... She's just, like... I don't know, like, in society, it's just given that perception of, like, women do everything and, like, the men yeah. sit back and relax. Personally, I don't like it because it makes black women out to be, like, some sort of robots mm. that we don't feel that we'll just do anything, whatever, without taking, like, they don't take our feelings into account. Yeah. And the um, example where I've seen that is, have you heard the stuff that people have been talking about the NHS and, like, the doctors and stuff that when a black woman is in pain mm. where she describes her pain to the doctors the doctors and medical oh my people gosh. GPs and that they don't take her pain seriously and I yeah. think it stems from this idea of a strong black woman yeah like if you look at a black person and a white person I'll just use women in this example for the purpose of like the topics of today they could go they can both go into a hospital with the same symptoms, the same pain, and explain it the exact same, yet a white woman, a white person, would be treated as more important than the black person. And it's yeah. like, that's why you get so many um, higher death rates within, like, black people compared to white people. Even in um, within, like, the pandemic, the amount of people that were... The amount of nurses and doctors dying in the healthcare industry, it was more black people than white people. And it makes you question, like, why? Like, if everyone has the same symptoms, why is it that the statistics show that people of different races are being treated differently? Exactly. And do you think it's more of, oh, they're just assuming black women are strong, or it's the fact that they generally don't value the lives of black women, so when a black woman is in pain... They don't care. Mm. Yeah, it's so true because I've even, like, had um, people, friends that have, like, came up to me and, like, said how they were put in situations where they're in a hospital with a serious condition and they weren't taken seriously enough. And it was even, like, a life-and-death situation. And because, like, they weren't um, treated immediately it's caused like long-term complications which shouldn't have been there if the claims that the person had made was taken seriously exactly mm. so another reason why i don't like this idea of a strong black woman mm. is this idea of a black woman holding a family together and i think it's caused a lot of people to think that black women shouldn't have standards in general when it comes to things like dating. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh. 
continue like have you seen it when people have said black women now say oh i don't want to have to build a man or i want a oh man my that's gosh like, yeah that's got a job yeah i want a man that has a car people are like those standards like, are okay like it's not every time you go into a relationship you should be there to fix a man to help build up his um goals or whatever whatever he aspires to be like what about my own goals why shouldn't i build yeah. myself up like no it's always angered because me because i've always thought why am I, as a black woman am i not allowed to have standards mm. why must i raise a man as a human being a man has had 18 plus years to be raised to get where i am and most likely they would have had a mother or a mother figure so i'm not here to be a second mother Exactly, I'm not here to be your second mother. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it really, really, really angers me because it's like, why? Is it because we don't deserve to have standards? Yeah. Is it because our standards shouldn't be met? We're second class citizens, so oh. we should just take what's given to us and try and build it up. It is it a man's world. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> yeah. What about the next one? Angry black woman. An angry black woman. So this was, this is seen as like an angry black woman who likes to cuss people out, and is usually angry, and she responds quick to everything that happens to her. Unlike mm-hmm. the strong black woman, she doesn't let her emotions take the back ride. She reacts every to everything that people do to her, and the way people treat her. She's very ver- verbal about everything. Mm. But don't you think that all women, all black women, are seen as angry? I think yeah. Because, like, with this perception, like, I don't know what it is, but, right, because I am a black person, like, everyone knows I am black, like, you don't have to think (laughs) twice about that, but when people talk to me, it's like, their their perception of me is sort of, like, confused when I start to, like, talk to them and they're around me because... I'm a person that likes to keep to myself, like, if I've got nothing good to say, like, I'll just keep quiet, and, like, it's even, like, got people to be like, oh my gosh, Noma, you act so white, and it's like, how can you act a colour, like, what does a black person, a black woman act like that you say that I act white, it's, it baffles me, honestly, and truly, it baffles me. (laughs) Another thing (laughs) that's connected to this is that um, the anger is an outward expression of their discomfort with negative effects asso- associated with them. Yeah. So do you ever feel, as like, I think with me, I have a normal face. If I'm walking around or if I'm sat down, Resting. I don't see the reason to be smiling. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep a straight face. Yeah. I think people often forget that smiling actually takes energy. Like it's, you're using your muscles to smile. Yeah. And keep a like face. if people actually to walk around with like a smiling face, you'll actually think that there's something wrong with them. Like why are you smiling? Exactly. All the time. Like I've had that as well. Like everyone always assumes that like I'm angry or like annoyed because of my resting face, when in all like actual fact like. I could be, like, thinking of something funny in my head. I just have, like, a resting face. Yeah, or I could be just so calm. I'd be so relaxed and just have a yeah. straight face. But because society just assumes that black women are angry, people will walk past. Have you ever had, like, an elderly old man or something like walk past and say, smile, love? Oh, my gosh. I hate that so much. Like, oh, 
especially like if I'm in like a good mood and you tell me to smile like he oh my gosh no because it's just like he says that I'm not smiling on the inside it's like oh don't exactly. try to tell me how I am you can't tell me anything about myself that I don't already know it has to be an assumption that you've made about me because you don't know what's going on inside to tell me to smile you don't know that I'm not happy on the inside yeah and oh my gosh have you seen this goes back to um on twitter have you seen um the twitter video of like these girls at an airport that ended up fighting this white couple yeah i saw so when i first saw this video the person the video that went viral the person account the way that they posted it all you see is the first snap was um just um the person recording saying these people are really gonna fight at the airport and it was just showed um the group of black girls just shouting at like this couple and then the next video shows um it's where like there's that moving belt and everyone's collecting their suitcases and they're all like just jumping on this white couple like throwing punches and the white woman is laid down on the floor and the white guy is laid on top of her to like protect her and take all the hits. So everyone in the comment section was going, oh my gosh, get a man that will take all the punches for you, that will like be a ride or die, whatever. And then someone else in the comment section said, I don't know why this video is portraying this situation like that when it's the white couple that first started to like throw the first punch and like at these girls and it just shows that society will automatically assume that black women are angry without knowing the situation and that's seen that is seen as normal when in fact i think black women are calm until obviously um like any other person you do something to like annoy us it's just like a normal reaction if someone throws the first punch at you you'd want to, like, react and be like, what the hell? You would react, wouldn't you? But people, when it's a black woman doing it, black woman um, reacting, not that I not that I agree with physical violence. People often yeah, say, I can't fight oh, to you're giving into our stereotype, you're doing this and that. But honestly, I don't know a lot of people that would take a punch in public and just take a punch in public. Yeah, exactly. Just walk away. I don't know a lot of people that would do that personally. I mean, personally, I feel like I would because I can't fight to save my life. Like, if you argue <laughs> with me and your resolution is fighting, you can fight me, but just know that I'm not going to win because I'm not an aggressive person. Like, I wouldn't want to fight someone just because they um, upset me or something. But... Yeah, angry black woman. Oh my gosh. And I feel like um, even Tyler Perry, all his movies are about black women that are single and they're mad about it. And oh my gosh, yeah. it just annoys me so much watching his movies. Because like, all the black women are portrayed as the same. And oh, but you know. When I was researching, it actually said that, you know, Tyler Perry's character... Medina, Medea. Medea, yeah. Yeah, she's an example of a black woman. And thank you if you said that, so weird. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, an angry black woman. Did I say black woman? Just an example of a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> well, obviously. 
Yeah, she's an example of an angry black woman. Yeah. I think what I don't agree with this angry black woman thing is that it um it limits a lot of black women to be afraid of not expressing themselves because they're scared of being portrayed as an angry black woman. And then once you're portrayed as an angry black woman, you're so, you sort of fit into a stereotype. Yeah, and even, like, in the workplaces, like, I've seen... Because obviously I'm not in, like, work area where it's, like, office work and you have to do, like, things to get promoted. But you see in all these, like, TV shows and movies, like, in the work area, when it's two people fighting to, like, get a promotion and, like, they have to do a presentation and stuff and there's a black woman also wanting to get this promotion and stuff to do the whatever um it's sort of like portrayed as in like the black woman can like give like the best presentation but she won't get that um promotion or that opportunity just because the manager will see her as being a bit too loud to um do this like presentation and like put it out there and stuff because of the whole perception of like angry black women i don't know if that made sense but yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when I'm talking, like, I can be talking, but I don't actually hear what I say. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And with, like, the angry black woman thing, it once again shows how society doesn't like black women. Because when you're pers- purposely trying to make them feel as if they're overreacting for just simply sharing with you how they feel yeah that can make someone shy away from achieving anything because they're too scared of being labeled as an angry black woman yeah that's so true and i think it's definitely a way that society can put black women into a small box and make them keep silent yeah because you hear about black people that are just like they have to tone down like their character in front of their white peers just because they would be viewed as angry when in fact they're just like talking like any other person and being calm but and then this yeah. actually goes back to like um do you know like africans when african people on the phone like i can't talk for like all africans but i know especially like zimbabweans just like the way that they talk to each other like it's loud and like other people may see it as shouting but they're not shouting they're just like they can just be happy to see someone and be like, oh my gosh, how are you? Whatever, whatever. Like, yeah. but and then automatically people view that as being like, oh my gosh, why are they being so loud? When in actual fact, on like, around the pubs and nights out, you hear all different types of people shouting and stuff and screaming, yeah, making screaming. commotion. But each to his own. <laughs> yeah, to me, it just... It sort of makes black women scared to defend themselves. And mm. it stops them from defending themselves so that they're defenceless. Yeah. And what was the third one? Okay, the third one was the disgusting black woman. This is the Jezebel or the video vixen. Mm. It represents how black women are sexualized. Okay, yeah. Okay, since slavery, black women have been sexualized in derogatory ways, often re- represented in rap and hip hop videos. But black women um, work hard, have to work hard to get themselves away from this image. Yeah. And an example I can think of this is who is that? Oh, Harriet Tubman. Who? 
Harriet Tubman. Okay. She was she was like very crucial like for slavery and stuff. Yeah. I think she was a spy or something. And she had the typical body of a black woman, you know, small waist, large hips, yeah. large breasts. And she was often sexualized by these white men. They raped her, they killed her actually. And they'd make fun of her big thighs. Mm. Well, the black white women would make fun of her body for the way that it was shaped, and the men would often sexualize it. And she was even her body, her corpse was stuffed, yeah, and put on display. Oh my gosh, that's mad! In fact, I feel like I've heard about this before, and yeah, it's actually quite disgusting that this perception of like black women being sexualized is. In fact, to this day, it's still going on. Because, like, if you watch all these um, music videos, like, this is what annoys me about today's modern societies. Like, if you look at all these, like, music videos, all these rappers that are doing, like, there's no storyline to it. All it is, is most likely, it's black women, be it light or dark, but it's black women, maybe a few dash of white women here and there, twerking be it like around this rapper or whatever in the swimming pool just sexualizing themselves yeah and it's disgusting it does degrade women yeah and like that's how all black women are viewed as just i find it crazy because at the beginning black women were often shamed for having like thick thighs having big bums back in the day i know before 2010 or something yeah if you had a big bum people call you fat ass and stuff like that like you would be shamed for it yeah and like if you look at like the music videos of like early on like ashante and all of them like it was literally like low-cut jeans like i know everyone now has high-waisted but it was low-cut jeans and everyone have like slim waist a slim figure and like that was seen as beautiful but and then now everyone wants this hourglass figure yeah i feel like a lot of people have sexual these days the body of a black woman has been sexualized a yeah 100 percent. because and you... that's not oh sorry <laughs> yeah because like um i've even like had like people tell me how they can um wear the same stuff as a white person so, example, a white person can wear, like, leggings with a top and a black woman can wear leggings and a top, but and then it will be the black women who would be seen as wearing something inappropriate just because of her figure when a white person can wear that and it wouldn't be sexualised in the same way. Yeah, and it is... Um, my gosh, I can't believe I've forgotten this term. It's appropri- a lot of it has become appropriation. Because a lot of people from other races have now... Like, cultural appropriation. To get surgeries. Yeah, cultural appropriation, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, A lot of um, non-black people have gone to get these surgeries, which... To mirror the image of this black body... Well, I know other people from outside the black race can get this body, but I know it's very popular within the black race. To get this body of having, like, a big bum or big breasts. To fit into this. And you've even had, like, black women that have, like, um, had these surgeries, not to name any names, and have, like, regretted them just because they were following a trend. Yeah. It's really, really strange. Yeah. What was I going to say? I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's like, 
it sort of caused shaming. Do you ever feel like a lot of black men or men in general have made you feel like, are you? What's the point in being a black woman if you don't have a body like this? And this? Oh my gosh, yes. Because for me, like, okay, let me just open up a bit here. So for <laughs> me, I feel like. My body shape, like, people always be like, oh my gosh, Nama, you're so slim, you're so skinny. And for me, that's sort of, like, an insecurity of mine. And because I'm tall as well, that just magnifies, like, the slim figure that I have. And people be like, um, oh my gosh, Nama, like... Especially because I'm Zim as well. Like, Zim people are seen to have, like, these nice figures, like... um thick thighs and for me like I can't relate and people will be like oh my gosh number like how come you're like so slim like whatever like are you dieting and for me it's just like a natural figure of mine like I can't help how like my body is and then I don't know like I get what you mean like with me when I've when I've had like males approach me they'd be like oh where are you from like I'm from southern Africa they'd be like Oh, oh well, like you don't really have the body of a Southern African. Yeah. Or people, if I'm talking to someone online, I'm like, oh, I'm from Southern Africa, I'm from the same in South Africa. They're like, oh, well, you know, like what they say about the bodies of people who are from there, and I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have that body type. Yeah, and like even that, like there's been times because for me, when I walk around, like I'm very aware of my surroundings, so there's been like times when, like, I'm minding my business, music in my ears with my earphones, just casually walking, and then, like, I could walk past someone, and let's say, um, example, I was walking past this, like, black guy, and then automatically, like, before I pass him, like, he could, like, see my face or whatever, and, like, I guess, like, he thought I was, like, okay or whatever, and then as I was walking past, like, I could tell that he was, like, looking behind me, and, like, his face just looked, like, disappointed because I've got a slim figure. And it's just that, this perception of, like, automatically thinking that all black women have, like, this figure of big curves, thick thighs and stuff. Yeah, like, it's disgusting. Yeah. Not only does it sexualize black women, which is wrong anyway, it degrades black women to think that the most important part of a black woman is her body. Yeah. When it's not... Black women have a lot to offer to society. I know. I'm more than just my body. And that's on period. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay. <laughs> I'm not taking this body to heaven. Exactly. It's my soul that goes to heaven. Exactly. God will give me a new body. Mm-hmm. And this links in... Um, before we keep on talking about um, how society treats black women, the other topic was also, like, colorism. Do you think that um, women get it more than men? Like, colorism? Yeah. For sure. Mm. Because, like... Okay, so in case if anyone does not know, um, colorism is basically discrimination based on a skin colour, usually from members of the same race in which people are treated differently based on um, the social implications from cultural meanings attached to the skin colour. So I feel like the most obvious example will probably be like um, bleaching products and stuff. Like if you ever like see a bleaching product, I feel like um, it's like the pictures on them 
they're all of like women like you'd hardly ever see one of men and even like when it's advertising it of like lighter is better like I feel like they only ever use like women to portray this like lighter figure so I just feel like to an extent like men don't really get it like they don't have like these um they're not really targeted for having darker skin compared to women yeah i mean i've always seen those dark skin jokes when someone is like has extremely dark skin i've seen people joke about it whether it's a man or a woman however i've never really witnessed men in general just being shamed for being darker yeah yeah i don't think they're shamed as much of it and like even if like you're really dark and everyone knows you're dark everyone will just be like oh that's just thing is skin complexion like it's normal but if it's a black woman oh my gosh she's so dark i would never get with her whatever whatever when the majority of women what i've heard a lot is when someone asks a woman what you want she'll say tall dark and handsome yeah but you know that description sort of annoys me because the way people like put it now of like tall dark and handsome some of these people that they're saying are dark aren't even dark all they have is like black hair and black eyebrows but the rest of them <laughs> is not black. But, yeah. I feel like women, um, to an extent, no, mostly black women, well, darker-skinned women, um, because they are darker, they appreciate the darker skin more compared to people that are lighter. Oh, you mean black skin, black women like black men, or oh, when I say black, dark skin women like dark skin men. Yeah, cause like I feel like, um, cause like when I'm watching like these YouTube videos and stuff, I would see like um these black women that are just like, I really want to like continue with like my bloodline. I really want my children to be black or whatever, but because they're of a darkest complexion and they've received like all this hate for being darker skinned they're just like you know what like I don't want anything to do with like going with black people because I've seen the way that they treat me so I'd rather have a white man that will appreciate me for my skin complexion and stuff yeah and I think that's quite sad I've always wondered in my head have you ever seen the way um black women Black men fetishize having a light-skinned woman. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. Okay, so I've been wondering, have you ever seen the way um, black sk- black s- dark-skinned men fetishize light-skinned women? Yeah. And the way white women fetishize having a dark-skinned black man? Yeah. Do you feel like it's the same thing? Wait, continue. I mean, can you repeat that? Do you think that black men fetishize light-skinned women the way, the same way black, I mean, white women fetishize black men? Yeah, I think it's the same because white women will just want to be with a black man to get mixed children. And then... Yeah, just for that mixed children thing. Yeah, and I feel like... I don't think black guys do it the same, but 
just this whole thing of like not wanting to be with an angry black woman and a strong black woman I feel like that's why black men go for white women and you know the funny thing is maybe it's just me that's never experienced this but when white women go for black men well they are fetishizing them not that I'm justifying it but I've never heard them bashing white men at the same time yeah it's only black men that do that which is so annoying and it goes back to this whole thing of like colorism and they hate they just hate black women (laughs) yeah and I saw this quote that said um colorist is a seed that was planted by white supremacy what does that mean oh the darker you are the worse you oh yeah that makes sense yeah white supremacy is seen like whiter is better and stuff so that's why it's only it's not even just in the black community even like asian communities as well just of this whole thing of white people being being viewed as superior that's why Everyone wants to be lighter and stuff. So that. But and then um, I realised I must have connected to the speaker downstairs. So I said, oh. I said, um, colorism is a seed that was planted by white supremacy. So um, this whole idea of like colorwood being overrepresented by lighter skinned actresses. So you'll see like... Um, whenever there's a role of a black man, they're most likely going to use a darker-skinned man compared to a lighter-skinned man. But when there's a role of a black woman, they're most likely going to use a light-skinned woman than a darker-skinned woman. Yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah. And, like, um, this even goes back to this... Um, in, do you remember, like... Um, do you know who Spice is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this goes back to, like, um, her song that she made in 2018 called, excuse me, Black Hypocrisy and stuff. So yeah. I'll just read, like, um, one verse of, like, her lyrics. Okay. And so she said, like, because I was told I would reach further if the skin colour, if the colour of my skin was lighter and I was made to feel inferior... Because society says brown girls prettier. This is sort of hard to read because it's in Patois. So I'm trying to translate <laughs> it. But, okay, let me not. It says, me love the way me look. Me love me pretty black skin. Respect due to me strong melanin. Proud of me skin colour. Love the skin that I'm in. Bun racism. Demolish colorism. But the things when me I go say, you might not even have me back. I get hate from my own race. Yes, that's a fact. Because the same black people, them say, I'm too black. And if you bleach out your skin, them same one, come a chat. Is in. <laughs> so, like, um, she's basically, like, in this song, like, going over, like, how lighter-skinned people are praised more. But if I was, like... If I, as a black woman, was to bleach my skin, would you see me as prettier because I'm lighter skinned and stuff? And she's just basically saying, like, we have to, like, get rid of this whole, like, colorism thing of, like, lighter being better because melanin is beautiful. And, you know, it's not even, like, an Eastern thing, like you see in Hollywood. It's, like, worldwide. 
Yeah. That's so, so bad. I know when I talk to my cousins in South Africa, one of my cousins, she's really, she has a really, really light skin tone. And people always call her, oh, she's a yellow bone. She's so nice. Oh, she looks wealthy. Yeah. No, because she has a light skin. Yeah. And, like, that tone is actually, like, I don't like that tone to, like, call someone a yellow bone and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. and then... Oh. Cause yourself hate. Yeah, it does. It really does. And skin bleaching, I think, is more common in these um, third world countries. Yeah. Especially because, like, in some third world countries, because, like, black is the majority, their media of, like, third is it are we is like england and america third world countries second oh my gosh this is confusing let's just say western western yeah so like these um countries like when they look at western society and the media portrayed there it's all white and lighter skinned people so i feel like that's why like in these third world countries like people would be wanting to like bleach and stuff just so that they are closer to what they see Western society as portrayed. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm. It's a whole idea of wanting wealth. Yeah. That's probably because there's not a lot of black people within wealth. I feel like if there was a more, they'd be able to see more black people within wealth and on these TV screens and on the, in the front cover of Vogue, they'd be more willing to accept that, oh, being black can actually be a good thing. Yeah. I feel like within, like, due time of, like, educating people more, teaching self-love, um, it can, like, change. Like, I remember yeah. when um, Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce came out, I feel like there was sort of, like, a shift in, like, the perception of, like, black women because ever since that song came out, for me, personally... I feel like I saw more black women, like, appreciating their skin colour, wearing bright colours such as, like, yellow. To show, yeah, like, just because I'm pictures. black doesn't mean I can't rock the same colours as you. And stuff. Which is quite nice. Yeah, it is great. And I love that song as well. <laughs> I do feel like things like that are causing black women to be more proud of who they are. Yeah, 100%. You're seeing, like, more black women, like, just appreciating themselves. And things like the city girls, they tell black women that it's okay for them to have standards, no matter what people say. They're allowed to have standards. Yeah, 100%. And, like, if you're a black woman watching this, like, not watching, listening to this, (laughs) just know black is beautiful, appreciate your melanin, and... It's okay to act out as, like, who you are. Don't change yourself just because you think you'll be viewed as being too white or too loud. Like, just be you. I completely agree. Yeah. But, like, um, that's the end of our podcast. Hopefully we can, like, get some, like... um more relatable topics to um different people that watch it um yeah. so yeah
what's our topic going to be yeah what's going to be our topic for next podcast i can't say next week because it might not be next week but (laughs) our next i don't know can't think of one Mm. we'll see but yeah that's the end of our podcast i've been your host nama and i've been your co-host amanda bye bye